0: Hey guys, my name's Charles. My name's Sam. And this is the Liberty Lecture. Welcome back to our fifth episode of this now. Um, If you're listening to this, it should be out on Saturday. Yeah. Um, And in this episode, we are going to be going over the topic of... Abortion. A very hot topic. Um, So we got a few people saying they wanted us to do abortion. I know we talked about doing uh, Gen Z being the worst generation. Yeah. But... I can't wait to do that topic. Yeah, it's going to be a fun topic. (laughs) Uh, I think this one's going to be pretty good. I know abortion is one of my most passionate topics. Uh, Sam?
1: It's not really one of my most passionate topics, but I think that it's repulsive.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I think it's going to be a pretty good one. I think that people will like this episode or absolutely hate it. Uh, So I'll kind of go off and start. um, My stance on abortion is... I think that life... Uh, well, first we need to define where we think life begins. I think life begins at conception.
1: I think life begins at conception as okay. well. Okay.
0: Uh, so the moment of conception, I think that a new... Or I don't think. I scientifically know that a new genetic DNA code is created at conception. That's scientific. That, like, you can look that up. That's legit. Yeah. So I think that from that moment, that is where abort... like That is where terminating that pregnancy is not Okay. It's different than preventing a pregnancy, aka wearing protection, abstaining, different things like that. I think that from the moment a child is conceived, if you terminate it from that point on, it's wrong, it's anti-biblical, like, for almost any reason. Um,
1: It's a child.
0: Yeah, it's a child, it's a living human being, it is a person being formed, like, that child has been known before he was ever created, he was known by God.
1: Yeah, and there's pictures there's like scientific like studies there's pictures of like a child who's
0: born at like like very prematurely yeah, like 22 weeks is what I'm pretty sure yeah of the it was born looks
1: at. like a tiny human being yeah that's what it is
0: so I think uh, so like we both stated I think that life begins at conception because it is the only solid line that you can draw from it like it's the only consistent line I should say
1: yeah, I mean, you can't just go and have people. some people that say life begins at 16 weeks, life begins at 28 weeks.
0: Yeah, li- they say life begins at brain waves. Okay, what about somebody that's in like a coma that doesn't have the same brain waves as a normal human? Yeah. What about somebody they say, oh, well, at a heartbeat. Okay, what about somebody that is on a pacer? Uh-huh. Okay, what about consciousness? What about sentience? Same thing. If someone is in a coma, should we be able to kill them? Like, if they're sleeping, should we be able to kill them? No. So I think that. Conception is the only solid, consistent line that Christians, or even just people in general, can draw from.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there's even some people, uh, I mean, Governor Northam of Virginia, where we're at right now, yeah. um, famously said in a, like a radio show that he thought that abortion should be allowed to happen up until birth, or even after birth. Yeah,
0: even if the child survives abortion, he thinks that they should be able to...
1: Be re- resuscitated, and the mother can decide. Yeah, like if, if, the, child survives, if the child survives,
0: if this child survives, I know it was the Born Alive Bill is one that went on in the actual Senate and House, like in the federal government. Um, and it was called the Born Alive Bill, basically saying that if a child survives abortion, that they should have, they're required by law to give them the same treatment that they would a normal baby. Jeez. And Democrats voted against it. Biden voted against, like Biden was against it, Kamala Harris voted against it, and I think that's absolutely repulsive.
1: I mean, the first thing that they do is, when they get into office, whenever they get power, the first thing they do is put in, like, they just let abortion run wild. Yeah. I mean, my thing
0: is, is, like, a lot of people go off of, uh, like, you would even be surprised the amount of people that go off of, and it's not, like, rampant, it's not, like, 100% of people that are pro-choice, which I don't even like the term pro-choice, but... Uh, people that are for the option to abortion a lot of them, or not a lot of them but a good solid amount are for abortion up to nine months like to the moment of conception, they Jeez. think that like being born is what defines life that's so dangerous because what is the difference between that child three minutes before it's born and three minutes after it's born I mean,
1: quite frankly I think the people that think like that I think that's satanic
0: it really is, because I've learned, and I debate a lot of people. You know me. I debate yeah. a lot of people on it. I have come to realize that if, if I sit down and actually have a discussion with somebody, I, the first thing I do is define where they think life begins. I, I sit down there, and I lay it out very clearly that I think life begins at conception, and I ask them where they think life begins. A lot of them can't give me a straightforward answer. A lot of them are like, oh, well, I don't know. Science doesn't know. It does. But a lot of them... Don't give me a straightforward answer. But I've learned that if someone, and you all can take this like into o- your own consideration, if someone sits here and looks at you and says life does not begin until they are born, if someone can genuinely sit down and say that they're okay with abortion up to nine months, I have learned that there is no point in no point in discussing anything with that person no. because they are so far entrenched in their minds that they will, not, they will not have a rational discussion.
1: I mean, have people ever heard of ultrasounds? Like, they literally take an ultrasound and, like, the husband and the wife, they see it and they see the baby, like, kicking yeah. and, and all that. Like, but it's that like point, an awesome moment. At that
0: point, it's just a fetus for them, which I don't understand the, like, term fetus either. Fetus is literally just Latin for baby. So whenever somebody <laughs> says, oh, well, it's just a fetus, I'm like, okay, can we stop speaking in, like, Latin terms? Can we actually just go by, like, American, like, English like actual English terms, because fetus literally means baby in Latin.
1: Yeah, and or I'm child. Just, I'm just sitting here like, I'm dumbfounded that some people even think that abortion should happen up in nine, up into nine months. Like, yeah, have some of these people ever held a newborn baby? Like, it's like the best feeling in the world.
0: Yeah, and another and thing that gets me is like I just said a minute ago, uh, the term pro-choice. I hate that term. I hate labeling people that are okay with abortion as pro-choice people because it makes pro-life people it looks like it makes them look like they're not having any options except for motherhood it
1: makes us look like tyrants
0: yeah because whenever I and the reason I hate the term pro-choice is because I consider myself pro-choice I think you have four choices abstinence contraception motherhood or adoption yeah those are your four choices so I'm pro-choice you have an option of those four choices you can abstain from it you can use contraceptive or protection you can own up to it and be a mother or you can give it up for adoption. I'm not okay with the fifth option, which is abortion. So whenever people say, oh, well, I'm just pro-choice. No, you're pro-option to abortion. I'm pro-choice. I think that mothers have a choice. You're just pro-option for abortion.
1: Yeah, and I think I think that what this whole abortion thing has kind of sprung out of is the fact that people are getting married later and later. Yeah. And then they're having kids out of wedlock. Mm-hmm. At
0: way higher numbers.
1: Yeah. And and then they're having an abortion.
0: Yeah. Which another another thing is is that we need to address Planned Parenthood. Leading leading abortion provider in America. Yeah. Founded by Margaret Sanger.
1: A racist.
0: An open racist and open eugenicist. Her KKK goal, member. Yeah. She idolized Hitler's views. She idolized Hitler's views of eugenics. Like yeah. this is open source information. Like you can look this up. She idolized Hitler's views on eugenics. She wanted to control the African American population in America
1: which she has achieved. Yeah, twenty two million five hundred thousand
0: she has achieved a slack st- installment like in America for African Americans. Because if you look at the African American growth rate before Planned Parenthood, it was actually rising. Now it's stagnant.
1: Yeah, and that, that also plays in, I think, to like welfare coming in and kind of taking the well, yeah, place of a father.
0: Yeah, that's why well I mean it's also a known fact that they put Planned Parenthood clinics In low-income and mostly minority communities.
1: Oh, they do, yeah.
0: you, You don't see just a rampant amount of Planned Parenthoods in Beverly Hills. You see them in Compton, you see them in places like that, or New York City and the low-income areas of New York City. They're not out in you the country. You don't see them in the country, and you don't see them in high-end areas. Uh-huh. You see them in low-income communities or regular middle-class communities that have an influence of lower-income people. Yeah,
1: where I'm from, they have it in the only one in Kentucky that was actually that's now operational because Andy Bashir opened it within a week of taking office, thanks, yeah. um, because the state of Kentucky took ac- took action and basically made it illegal to be an abortion doctor in the state of Kentucky, and a week after the Democrat took office, he opened the abortion clinic. So there's that, but the one in Louisville is the only one in Kentucky that's operational, and it's in the inner city.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I think that, it, I think that abortion is such a heinous thing, and whenever... One of the biggest things that is so frustrating whenever you get into a discussion with... And I don't want to call it a debate because I don't think that that is really something that really needs to be debated I don't really like the term debated whenever it comes to arguing over a human's life um, so I think that one of the biggest things that kind of gets on my nerves whenever I'm having a discussion with somebody about it is the fact that they always bring up the argument of oh well what if the mother was raped or what if it was incest and sorry if that's a harsh word but it's reality what if they always bring up what if those two situ- situations happen what if it's against the mother's will that she becomes pregnant we'll say that What if it's against a mother's will that she becomes pregnant? Mm -hmm. I still don't think abortion's okay. No. I don't think that the correct option to justify an evil such as an unwillful conception of the baby is to answer it with an even more heinous thing such as the murder of that child.
1: It's a human life.
0: It's a human life, and I understand that that they had it against their will. They're not choosing it. But I still don't think that the correct answer is to end that person's life. Because you can look it up. The studies show that women that go through abortions are around 30 to 40% more likely to be depressed, suicidal, have post-traumatic stress from it, have all these illnesses, like mental illnesses, from having abortions that a lot of them regret it.
1: Yeah, of course they do. I mean, just think about it. If, If you murdered somebody, you'd regret it. Yeah. You're murdering your child. Yeah. A future member of your family.
0: And another reason is... Another reason that it's so frustrating whenever they try and bring up an unwillful conception is the fact that unwillful conceptions account for around 2.3% of abortions. 2.3. Well, there you go. Or 3% at the most, I think. And the the CDC stats and the Planned Parenthood stats show that it was less than around 3.5%, mostly around 2.5%, whereas the rate... That abortions were occurring because of unwillful conception. Uh So I think that whenever people try and bring that up, it's a completely separate argument. Okay, and a lot of people say, oh, well, I'm only for abortion whenever it's in those cases of unwillful conception. Okay, that's great. Can we separate that from the conversation? Can we take that and look at the other 98% that are not not due to unwillful conception? But then they're like... And then I ask them, okay, so you're against the abortion... You're against abortion whenever it's not an unwellful conception. And they say, well, oh, no, that's not what I'm saying. I still think it should be the mother's choice. Okay, then why bring it up? Why try and why try and go to this extreme whenever you don't actually care if it's because of that?
1: Yeah, and I'm, I'm a very common sense person, okay? I'm a very matter of fact. Yeah. I boil it down to the simple facts. Yeah. The simple fact is, regardless of how it happened... It's a human life.
0: It's a human life, and it needs to be protected. Okay, it's, it's, and the emphasis is, it's an innocent human life.
1: Yeah, and why, why sit here and keep drawing a line in in the sand and then moving it? Yeah, like why not just play it safe and just say life begins at conception? Yeah, why keep on moving it back to to eight weeks, twelve weeks? And I use this analogy months, whenever, whatever,
0: because like I told you earlier, a lot of people don't know where they draw the line. A lot of people don't know when it becomes a human. So one analogy that I've found that really kind of stumps people is I use the analogy of if they're in a car driving on a dark road and they see something in the road that they think is a person but they're not sure, do they swerve and try – or not swerve, but they, do they try and avoid it and not hit it? Almost every single person will say yes yeah, because they're erring on the side of caution because they don't know if it's a human life. So everyone is going – every reasonable human being is going to try and err on the side of caution if they don't know that it's a human life, uh-huh. but they don't take that into like they don't take that into account whenever they talk about abortion because they don't actually know. They don't. A lot of people admit that they don't know where to draw the line. They don't know when it becomes a human, but yet they're erring on the side of the mother's choice. If and there and a lot of people say, "Oh well, we're doing it because of the women's choice." What about the woman that's in the womb? What about the woman that's in the womb? Yeah, and I would fifty percent of abortions are women.
1: I'd also like to point this out. Um, there's the Unborn Victims Act, Victims of Violence Act that was passed in 2004 that defines a fetus as a child in uterus and a person as being a legal crime victim. Yeah, because that's the thing is if you, if a woman, if a pregnant woman is killed.
0: It's a double homicide. Yeah. Yeah, the legality shows that it's it's alive. But then there's separate cases of whenever it's the mother's choice which is what they want to argue.
1: And then abortion somehow legal.
0: Yeah. So another thing that gets me is we've gone over how abortion in the past has been discriminatory against minorities, and it still is to this day. That is the number one leading killer in the African-American community is abortion. BLM doesn't want to talk about that. They don't want to bring that up. I spoke about that at the BLM march that we had on campus. They don't want to bring that up because it's inconvenient to them because they realize that the vast majority of of African-Americans are killed by abortion.
1: And Kanye was lambasted for that, for coming out against abortion.
0: But another thing that people don't actually take into account is people with special needs.
1: Being aborted?
0: Being aborted. There is a genocide in the globe against people, especially with Down syndrome. Because Down syndrome, you can often detect inside the womb whether or not a child has Down syndrome. In a lot of countries, like Sweden and different places like that, almost 100% of people with Down syndrome are aborted. Mm -hmm. Why is their life worth less? Yeah, and... That is such blatant discrimination that nobody is talking about. And
1: in certain countries before um, it was like if they figured out that the that the woman was gonna have a, a female. Yeah. They would Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of Middle Eastern
0: countries. Yeah. A lot of Middle Eastern countries discriminate against females, like you said, and stuff because they and don't Asian wanna, countries. Yeah, Asian countries, uh, especially the one child limit in uh-huh. uh, places like China and they would rather have like a like
1: they would rather have a male than yeah. female.
0: Um, so abortion is a very discriminative topic on sex, on race on need on like special abilities like stuff like that like special needs people it's so discriminatory but yet people don't want to realize it because it's inconvenient for them because yeah. it completely undermines their argument that it's a that it's for the betterment of somebody. It's not for the betterment of somebody yeah and I'm not a sit- lot of the times abortion is done in inconvenience of the mother
1: yeah and I'm not gonna, I'm not sitting here. Virtue signaling about like race issues no. or, or it's just or it's gender issues it something
0: that needs to be brought up like yeah. it's it's rampant in in the uh, African American community especially in America.
1: Uh uh-huh. huh. Um, Twenty two million five hundred thousand black babies have been aborted since oh yeah. Roe v. Wade. Yeah. And so, counting.
0: And another thing that gets me is a lot of a lot of people say, "Oh well, no uterus, no opinion," or if you're not a woman, you can't talk. It makes no sense.
1: It takes two... It takes a male and a female to make a baby. Yeah. So. Alphabet people, you listening?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So one thing that really gets me is I don't want to sit here and on this podcast look like I'm attacking women. I'm not at all. I understand that a lot of the times it's a hard situation that people are going through whenever they have to make this. And a lot of them regret it for the rest of their life, like I said. I'm calling out men as well. I'm calling out fathers. Yeah, there's a lot of I mean the men, if you are okay with letting someone murder your child, I'm going to say it right now, very I'm gonna say it into the microphone. If you are a man and you are okay with someone aborting your own child, you are a coward. Agreed. A disgusting coward. And I'm saying that to emphasize the point that I understand that it's the woman actually doing it, but if you're the man in the relationship and you're okay with it, you are no better than the woman. You are no better than the person that is taking that baby's life because you're allowing it. And that is where men have failed so much is their acceptance of, oh, well, it's a woman's issue, we can't talk about it. No it is 50% your dna it took you to get her pregnant you are a coward if you let her go through with it f- without saying anything and
1: i hear lots of stories of men doing that and yeah. encouraging their oh yeah because they, the they, they it's they also inconvenient
0: pregnant. to them And that's the thing is, like I said, they don't want to pay child support. 97 to 98% of uh, abortions happen out of inconvenience to the mother. It's not because of medical needs, it's not because of unwillful conception, different things like that. It's out of inconvenience. And I'm calling out the men, I'm calling out the, the supposed fathers because I hate to break it to you, but whenever you have an abortion, that doesn't mean that you're not a parent and it doesn't mean that you're not a mother or father. You're only a parent to a dead child now. Yep, and I'm going to be bold, and I'm going to say that very clearly. And I may get flack for this. You're still a parent if you have an abortion. You are just a parent who murdered their own child. You're a parent of a dead child at that point. And I'm and I'm. It riles me up whenever I talk about it because it's disgusting. Yeah, and I mean, there's
1: there's these ardent supporters of abortion out there, like John Legend. John Legend and his wife, uh-huh. they had a mis- miscarriage over the summer, and they took a photo op. Yep. Of the, of, the, of their miscarriage and their sadness and their grief grieving. But they're ardent supporters of abortion. Yeah. And everyone, I'm sorry. It's a dead child, regardless. Yeah. Abortion is murder. Simply put. Okay.
0: Mhm. A- Simple and as that. I don't know. It gets me riled up, and I don't want to like sit here and go on a rant for three hours about it. But it's a life. It, and it's not it, it's inside the mother but it is separate from the mother it is his own heartbeat how many, how many fingers does a woman have? 10 not 20 a lot of people want to say oh well, it's a part of the mother's body it's not mother has 10 fingers, it's 10 fingers on the child it's not 20 fingers on the mother it's not 2 heartbeats on the mother it's 1 heartbeat of the child and 1 heartbeat of the mother and where do you think
1: this is rooted? because I think this is rooted in rationalism
0: I think it's rooted in sin I think it's rooted in the corruption of of man.
1: A A combination of two. I think this is rooted in rationalism. This is people making their own decision. They're making their decision apart from God, uh apart from what they think God thinks about this issue. They're Mm -hmm. making the decision, oh, I want to be comfortable. Oh, I don't want to pay child support in the case of the man. Oh, I don't want to have to take care of a kid and 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 not be able to pay for it and support it.
0: I'll be bold enough to go beyond the point of, oh, it's out of sin. It's out of Satanism.
1: I would agree with that, especially for people who supported up to nine months.
0: Oh, yeah. It, it's blatantly... It's honestly just evil at that point. Like, there's no other rationale for it. It's evil at that point. Because it's, it's a child. It God, is a fully developed child at nine months.
1: God created you. God created me. God created Charles. God created Sam. God created all of the listeners here. Regardless of what you think, like... I wouldn't walk up to Charles and kill him. Okay? He's Appreciate a human. It. <laughs> okay. In the same way, you shouldn't get an abortion.
0: Yeah. Because it, in the most basic sense, it is a child of God. It's not just a child of the mother, it's a child of God. Yeah. It is it is a being that God created and it was made in the image of God. And I don't understand and I don't and I'm gonna call out people here right now. You ready? Yeah. Pro-choice
1: Christians, Ooh. you're gonna, you're, if you get to heaven, you're gonna be surprised pro-choice by the amount, amount babies ox- you see, babies you see that have been aborted that are in heaven with you.
0: Pro-choice Christian is an oxymoron. Change oh, my is. mind. Like the, you, you're not gonna change my mind that pro-choice Christian is an oxymoron. I don't understand how you can sit here and rationalize through scripture, which is ultimately what we as Christians are called to do. Is rationalize every stance that we have through scripture or through the Holy Spirit talking to us.
1: Not through our feelings.
0: I don't understand how people sit here and call themselves Christians and at the same time say they're okay with abortion. I don't at all. Uh-uh. I don't I don't I don't find it in scripture. I've done plenty of scripture. I don't understand how people can sit here and call themselves Christians but say they're okay with it. And uh, all you
1: evangelicals for Biden out there. Congratulations,
0: uh, you played yourself.
1: Yeah. Uh, first week in office, Biden allowed the U.S. Uh, to aid uh, foreign so congrats, abortions. So congrats.
0: So congrats. And I'll say this. I'll emphasize this for the people that voted for Biden or anyone that just didn't vote for Trump. Uh, and you may have your grievances against Trump, whoever's listening to this. Oh, he makes mean tweets. Oh, uh, well, he wow. supported life. Um, Exactly. And my thing is, I'm going to call out the evangelicals or Biden especially. Congratulations. Not only did you get Trump out of office, who was ending the tax, the federal taxes being sent to Planned Parenthood and abortion clinics and things like that. Congratulations on now reinstating that in America, but also congratulations on the fact that now you're not only paying for abortions in America, you're paying for them in other countries. Congratulations.
1: And Trump. Trump was the first president in history to speak, to speak at, at the, the March, March for Life. For Life.
0: And I was there. That was fantastic. Uh-huh. That was a fantastic presentation. when you Yeah, it that. was. Um, so people may have their issues against Trump, but he was the most pro-life president since Roe v. Wade.
1: Yep. And also, here's another story uh, just a, about a week ago. Uh, Biden administration asked Supreme Court to dismiss abortion counseling case. Yeah. It's the first thing they do when they get power. Okay. If you go haven't it. gotten through it, gotten it through your numb school yet, and I, I'm just going to say it, I'm just, just going to go out there and say it. If you haven't gotten it through your numb school yet to not vote Democrat, if you're a Christian, I don't know what else to say. I don't know
0: what's going to change your mind. I really don't know. But yeah, so that's basically it for this episode. Uh, before we sit here and go on <laughs> for an hour and a half or something, yeah. um, I don't know. I, th- I feel like this was just a really needed conversation uh, because a lot of people have asked me to clarify my opinions on abortion and stuff like that. Um. So I appreciate you, Sam, for joining me again. This is our fifth episode.
1: I guess I'm pretty much a regular here.
0: Yeah, Sam's basically a regular now, my co-host. Uh, I appreciate him. But, uh yeah, is there anything you need to say?
1: I don't think so. I was about to really rant there. Yeah, <laughs> I knew you were, so I knew we needed to kind of
0: get, get done with it before we both went on a rant yeah, about uh, it. You were, you were uh, if you guys want to hear more about this topic, I am absolutely. I I am so passionate about abortion. That is my number one, most passionate topic, right above gun laws. Or yeah, right above gun laws, um, because I think that if you're willing to kill like innocent children, I, I think that's the most important important thing that needs to be talked yeah, about. Yeah,
1: that's more important than gun laws.
0: Um, but so I think that if you guys want us to go and talk about this again, go more in depth, discuss Roe v. Wade, discuss the lies that were said, because Roe v. Wade was founded. Underlies like it was instituted. Underlies the lawyers lied to Roe, they they lied to her. They lied to the woman that was representing Roe. They lied yeah. to her about what was being said in the case, and they lied to her about the facts. Um, so if you guys want us to go into more like analytical point of view and actually discuss the deeper facts, like actual scientific and legal facts of abortion. I'm hundred percent willing to do that. I can go on for days about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, we're just sitting here having com- casual conversation about it. We're not actually really doing a ton of research into this.
0: Well, I've done I've done research. Yeah, over you've done the deep last research into this. Freaking five or six years. Yeah, I haven't done too much deep research into this. That's yeah, why I I, like I said, podcast, it's been my most passionate topic. So I've done research, heavy research, for the last like six years. Yeah. Um, but
1: we're still. I mean, we don't have a bunch of stuff in front of us. We're not.
0: Yeah, we don't. I literally don't have any notebooks out right now. Yeah. Like none, uh, and I have like one tab pulled up. But uh, so, if you guys want us to go over more things about abortion, we will. I think our next episode is going to be on uh, why Gen Z is the yeah, worst y generation. Yeah, why Gen Z has failed us and is the worst generation. But I thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks again to Sam for being on here. Um, so I guess we'll kind of do our closing. My yep. name's Sam.
1: My name's you're not. I mean, Sam. my name. <laughs> my my <laughs> name's Charles. My name's Sam.
0: And this has been the Liberty Lecture. I appreciate you guys for listening. Let us know what you guys want to hear in the future, and peace out. Yep.